Welcome to Small Business All Figured Out, the Tax Bite Edition. These tax bites are created for you, the individual taxpayer, to give you tax tips and tools to help you prepare for tax time 2020. The Tax Bite Edition is hosted by registered tax agents and CPAs, Cheryl Cole and Corinne Cole. We'd like to let you know that all the advice that you're hearing in this podcast episode is general in nature. If you would like something more specific to you and your particular circumstances, you're welcome to contact us. Welcome to episode 11. This is another episode of Small Business All Figured Out Tax Bites. These special Tax Bite episodes will be happening in the lead up to tax time 2020 to help you prepare for tax time and get the inside scoop as to what you can and can't claim on tax and what documentation you need to ensure your claim holds up in an ATO audit. And although this entire podcast is produced with the small business owner in mind, a small business owner is still going to need to prepare and lodge an individual tax return. And what we talk about in the Tax Bite episodes will be just as relevant to you as it is to an individual taxpayer who is not a business owner. So you might want to share these episodes with family and friends or even staff who work in your business as they will be likely lodging individual tax returns themselves. So remember, if you like this episode and you think someone else you know will get value out of it, please go ahead and share it. You can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So in this episode, we're talking about one of the two possible ways that you can claim car expenses in your tax return. And that method today is the cents per kilometre method. That's right, Cheryl. And in episode nine, we talked about the logbook method. So if you listen to each episode, you'll understand both methods and you should be able to decide which method works best for you, depending on your particular circumstances. The first thing you need to establish before claiming car expenses as a tax deduction is whether or not you are actually entitled to make the claim in the first place. So let's talk about how you go establishing that. So firstly, it's really important to note that the cents per kilometre method is only available to you if you're using a car for work-related travel. This means we need to understand what is meant by a car. So we'll start by looking at the definition of a car and the ATO's website says that your vehicle is not considered to be a car if it is a vehicle with a carrying capacity of one tonne or more, such as a ute or a panel van, and nine passengers or more, such as a minivan. So this means a car is a vehicle with a carrying capacity of less than one tonne or carries eight or fewer passengers. So if it meets this criteria, you're able to use the cents per kilometre method. However, if your vehicle doesn't meet the definition of a car, are you still able to claim the work-related usage of your vehicle? And this is a good question because there's still a lot of confusion and misunderstanding around this. The short answer is yes, you will still be able to claim the work-related vehicle expenses, but you won't be able to use the cents per kilometre method because your vehicle doesn't meet the ATO's criteria of a car that Cheryl has just explained for us. So a good question to ask is, how do you claim your vehicle if it's not a car? And the short answer to that is you'll basically need to keep a logbook. And for more information on how to keep a logbook, you should go back and listen to our episode nine, 
tax bite. And in that episode, we explained in a lot of detail why you need to keep a logbook for a vehicle that's not actually classed as a car. So if this is relevant to you, please go and listen to episode nine, where we explain all that you need to know about the logbook method. But now back to the cents per kilometre method of claiming car expenses. There is still a lot of misconception around how to legally claim this expense in the tax return. Yeah. A lot of taxpayers believe that they don't need any documented record to support their claim of up to 5,000 kilometres. Which is kind of crazy. It is. Mm. And some, this is even worse, some taxpayers think that they can automatically claim the full 5,000 kilometres with no justification whatsoever. Mm. They actually think that the 5,000 kilometre claim is a bit of a wild card. So a free hit um, and a figure that can automatically go into the tax return. And both of these assumptions are very incorrect. They are. You do need documented records for your kilometres and the kilometres that you claim must be necessarily incurred in the course of performing your job as an employee. So it can't be just doing things incidentally on the way to and from work? No. No. We cover that in just a moment. Now, some clients who have obviously done a bit of reading on this particular expense will question that and point out that the ATO's website clearly states that the cents per kilometre method doesn't require written evidence to show exactly how many kilometres you travelled. And that's correct. But if you look at their website, you'll see that immediately beneath that statement, it does say, uh, air quotes, but the ATO may ask you to show how you worked out your business kilometres, for example, diary records. So what this tells us is that you must keep written evidence. Exactly right. So I guess the starting point for any taxpayer is to work out whether or not they can claim a tax deduction for their car expenses. So you need to note that deductions can be claimed for work-related car expenses if you use your own car in the course of performing your job as an employee. So Corinne, can you perhaps talk us through some examples of where a taxpayer may be using their car in the course of performing their job as an employee? And I know that we covered this back in episode nine, where we discussed the logbook method, but These examples are equally relevant to those taxpayers using the cents per kilometre method. Yes, so instances where you may be able to claim the cents per kilometre method include when you carry bulky tools or equipment which your employer requires you to use for work because there is no place at the work site to securely store your tools and equipment. So a deduction is not allowable if the equipment is transported by you as a matter of convenience or personal choice. Mm. It must be a requirement. That's right. Another instance is where you deliver items or collect supplies for work. However, this kind of travel can't be incidental, as Cheryl said earlier. That's right, yep. That is, it can't be something you do on your way to and from work where you're not having to actually go out of your way. You can claim car expenses for attending conferences, courses, and professional development. And you can claim car expenses when you're required to travel between two different workplaces, uh, provided one of those places is not your home. So for example, if you work two jobs and you finish work at one job and travel directly to start work at the next, then that leg of the travel is deductible. You can also claim travel from your workplace to an alternative workplace, so long as that workplace is not a regular workplace. And you can claim the leg back to your usual workplace or directly home. Mm. 
So it is important, though, to note a few things here. So the first is that most people can't claim the expenses of travel between home and work because this is generally deemed to be private travel, deemed by the ATO to be private, of yes. course. And however, there are exceptions to this, particularly if you satisfy the criteria of an itinerant worker or your home is a place of business according to the ATO's definition. And this is something you'd seek guidance from your tax agent about. Yes, you would in that case. The second thing is what exactly is classed as heavy, bulky tools? So, for example, for equipment to be considered heavy and bulky, it must weigh at least 20 kilos and be obviously difficult to transport. Now, you can argue that you are required to use your car for work, but let's talk about what will actually happen in the event you're audited by the ATO. So, Corinne, perhaps you can talk us through this part. Okay, so in relation to both methods for claiming car expenses, whether you use a logbook method or the cents per kilometre method, the ATO will ask you for a letter from your employer confirming exactly how you're required to use your own car for work purposes. And this letter can't just come from your workmate and from your supervisor or manager. This letter must generally be in the form of a statement made by human resources, so HR, or another representative of your organisation who is in a position to make this kind of statement with authority. Yes, that's right. So bear in mind that if you're telling lies in your tax return, your employer isn't going to support you on that because firstly, they'd also be lying to the ATO and secondly, there can be tax implications for your employer Correct. as well. Yep. So if your car expense claim happens to relate to the transport of uh, heavy bulky tools and equipment, in an audit situation, you'll need to provide a list of all the work items carried, including their weight and size. Hmm. And if those work items are carried in a bag, you also need to provide the dimensions of weight of the bag as well. Gee whiz. Yes, <laughs> it's a bit of a requirement. So the takeaway here is make sure you have access to all that sort of information because yes. you can be called upon at random and they are doing a big crackdown on work-related car expenses. And it is moment. quite embarrassing also for taxpayers who have to go back to their employer and say, listen, would you mind making a statement Um if, if it's actually not entirely true. And as you just outlined before, most employers aren't going to put themselves on no, the line No, they're not going that. to be willing to do that. Correct. So save yourself the embarrassment. So if you are using the cents per kilometre method, for each car claimed, you'll need to provide details of how you actually worked out the number of kilometres you travelled for work. And this will include a detailed record of the date that you travelled, where you travelled from and to, the purpose of the travel undertaken and the number of kilometres travelled for work-related purposes. So this is the information that you'll be required to produce in an ATO audit situation. And if you can't provide it, they'll simply deny the tax deduction and may impose penalties for making a claim without supporting documentation. So now that you know the criteria that you'll need to satisfy to claim the cents per kilometre method, now let's talk about how it actually works. How do we calculate it? So, Corinne, maybe you can talk us through how the claim actually works. Okay, so you can claim a maximum of 5,000 kilometres per car per year and no more than this. I often have clients say, but I've travelled 8,000 kilometres. Yes. Unfortunately, if you don't have or you haven't used the logbook method, you are relegated to that 5,000 kilometre claim. Yep. 
And if you do travel significantly more than 5,000 kilometers in a year and you're using only the one car, then perhaps it is worth looking at how the logbook method might work for you instead. So go back to episode nine and learn more about this. And in some situations, it is possible to claim for more than one car using the cents per kilometer method. Again, the same record keeping and substantiation criteria that we've talked about must be met. But in my experience, it's absolutely imperative that you keep accurate and detailed records for each vehicle and do not lose them because your chances of being audited or reviewed by the ATO definitely increase when two cars are claimed for in the tax return using the cents per kilometre Definitely. Method. Yep. Yep. And lastly, it is possible for two individuals to claim up to 5,000 kilometres each on the same vehicle. So for example, spouses may use the one vehicle for work-related purposes and the tax law does actually permit each spouse to claim in respect of that one vehicle. Okay, so now perhaps you can talk us through how the cents per kilometre claim is actually calculated. Okay. How do we arrive at the figure? So the cents per kilometre rate in the 2019 financial year was 68 cents per kilometre, and it will be 68 cents per kilometre again in the 2020 financial year. And the amount that you claim will simply be the rate times the number of kilometres you travelled for a work-related purpose. And back in the 2018, 17 and 16 financial years, the rate was 68 six cents per kilometer and prior to that there were three different rates which depended on the size of your car's engine and the engine size is now irrelevant so from the 2016 financial year onwards that is irrelevant it is one flat rate regardless of the type of car correct yep so how can you be sure that your records will support your claim under the cents per kilometre record? Well, if you're unsure of how your records should be documented to satisfy the ATO substantiation requirements, you can access a copy of our cents per kilometre template and our logbook template from our resource vault. So you can visit platinumaccounting.com.au or just re-listen to this episode if you didn't catch the pertinent uh information. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. So that really does wrap up another of our Tax Bites special episodes. And thanks again for joining Corinne and I. And we hope that this episode has given you a better understanding of how the cents per kilometre method works. If you're thinking about claiming a car expense as a tax deduction in your upcoming tax return. Of course, in future Tax Bite episodes, we'll be diving deeper into other specific tax deductions that you might be interested in knowing more about, particularly if you believe they might be relevant to you and the preparation of your personal tax return. So if you're looking for a new tax agent to help you with your 2020 income tax return, or perhaps you've fallen behind and need to get back up to date, take a moment to visit our website at platinumaccounting.com.au where you can join our email list to get our best tax tips. No clutter, just the useful stuff. And again, if you liked this episode and you think someone else you know will get value out of it, please go ahead and share it. And remember to let them know that you can listen to Small Business All Figured Out and our tax bites wherever you listen to podcasts. So thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye.